Hello, hello, and welcome to Green Planet, Blue Planet podcast. I am Julian Guderlei, and today I'm interviewing another podcast host, Brandon Beecham. Brandon is also a fellow superhero and mastermind attendee. He creates a show called Positive Head. You got to check this one out, positivehead.com. It's the home of his podcast with episodes released every day, Monday to Friday. He literally publishes five episodes a week. Every Wednesday, he interviews a different consciousness change maker and is helping to pave the way for humanity as we collectively transition into a state of expanded consciousness. Brandon is a genius who usually gets to interview people. So today, we're tapping into him. So better buckle up, get ready to accelerate your life's journey and become more of who you already are in this beautifully interconnected world. Without further ado, here's the episode of Green Planet, Blue Planet podcast with Brandon Beecham. Brandon, let me ask you a first question because this is, this is one of my favorite things to understand about people is like, how do you start your days? Do you have a set routine? Do you, um, do you do whatever? Do you always wake up at the same time? Let me know. Mm. Yeah, good question. Um, I typically wake up about the same time, um, usually 6.30ish, something like that. I get up, uh, first thing I typically do is have bulletproof coffee <laughs> and uh, wake up a little bit. Uh, from there, you know, I do my show, The Positive Head Podcast, uh, five days a week. So usually it's then figuring out, okay, what am I going to talk about? Do I have, you know, on Wednesdays, I have what I call powwows or interview style. So if that's the case, it's a little bit of a longer form and I'm, you know, um, on the other side of the mic like you right now, right? Having someone on as a guest and, and sort of picking their brain. Monday, Tuesday, uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, it's just me. So just kind of freestyling whatever is meant to come through. And uh, a lot of synchronicity unfolds that way by doing it kind of spontaneously. A lot of questions from listeners sometimes I'll take and, and things like that. Then on Friday, it's the um, I call uh, all my lovely listeners uh, P-Heads, you know, Positive Head is the podcast. So all the P-Heads, it's the P-Head Posse uh, show on Friday. So they actually take over a wonderful, um, you know, friend actually runs the show. So I get the day off, uh, Alexa Hauser. And uh, she actually just started her own podcast called Inner Bloom. And um, yeah, so it's just her and a different listener. And they share their journey and how Got the show's it. affected what they're up to in the world and things like that. So. This is really cool, Brandon. I want to, I want to, first of all, I want to acknowledge you. Um, well, for one, to get up at 6 a.m. every day, but the, the, the other, <laughs> the other part is you have not every day, most days, <laughs> most days, you've put up almost 800 episodes in just five years. And I'm a year into this Three. and I can totally tell how much work it is and how much passion it requires. So I want to acknowledge that. And like, how the F did you do that? <clears throat> You know, that's a great question. Um, a lot of other podcasters look at me like I'm crazy. They're like, dude, I do one a week and that's a lot. Like part of it is because I am so spontaneous with it, it, it helps to make it easier. You know, I literally get up. I have no idea what I'm talking about most days. Like, but maybe something's happened to me in the last 24 hours or a realization has come to me in my own, you know, sort of spiritual journey, if you will. Um, at, with the show, I, I basically say, you know, it's... Um, it's a daily conscious effort to maintain an elevated vibration. It's one thing to understand that we're all one with source consciousness and extensions of one another and all those things that I, I love to wax poetic about and get excited <laughs> about. But it's another thing to actually integrate it into your life. 
and yeah. to um, to rewire your neural network and and to uh, to to really ground it in. So. Um, so basically, as I do that with myself, it, it's like, and I've sort of stepped into that role and chosen myself to play this role, it, uh, the universe co-creates then. It's like, oh, okay, great. We're going to use you as a, a voice, as a platform. And, oh, here's a lesson, Brandon. Oh, here's a realization. Here's something you're going to wake up with in the middle of the night that I want you to talk about tomorrow. And then, it, so it kind of turns into this play or the, a listener writes a question that's completely in line with something that's happened. And so I know, oh, okay, that's what I'm supposed to talk about in, today. And so it just kind Very of cool. unfolds more effortlessly than you'd think by, it's like everything in life, what you expect, you create. And so I've sort of moved into this vibration of, oh, okay, this will unfold effortlessly and easily. And, and abracadabra, as I speak, I create, right? That's what it means. Oh, and so, and uh, so that's, that's basically what it's turned into. But it was a journey getting there. I started with one episode a week and then moved into, you know, having a co-host five days a week who I had helped. And then he moved back to Chile where he's originally from. And it's like, okay, can I carry the weight of this on my own? And it turns out, um, yes, you can. I, I talked to myself into a microphone. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that alone takes guts, but it's certainly once you, once you kind of expect it and put yourself out there, it just keeps happening and rolling. I, I, I can attest yeah. to that. I, I love hearing your hero's journey and I want to hear a little bit more about it. I just really like, really love what you just said. Like when you put yourself out there in this form of living and in this kind of positive way and in this vibrational space, you can't help but be pulled back into it every day, right? And I, I named this episode Rising Consciousness for the reason that you interviewed like hundreds of people on this like topic of expanding our, our way of being with each other. You want to elaborate a little bit more like what that means to you and how that feels? On elaborating on what it means to, to like be this for- Space of expanded consciousness, like what, what that actually means in a, like a daily way of mm. interacting and like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. really being. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it starts with being curious enough and open enough to play with the the some of the, the basic ideas that I talk about incessantly on the show. And and I repeat myself a lot because it it's like anything. I mean, to become um you know, master at any sort of like an instrument or whatever, uh, they say 10,000 hours, right? It really takes like grounding this stuff in. And for me, I started having, you know, my own spiritual awakening 20 years or so ago. And I started having some really like, not only did uh, I start playing and exploring this idea that uh, I'm one with the same source consciousness that creates and animates all things, the separation between you and I and everyone out there listening is actually an elaborate illusion. And, you know, actually they're reflecting back to me anyone that you bump up again bump up against is, is an extension of self. And it's a, it's a vibration that is a close enough match that it's shown up in your world to reflect you back to you to, to teach you something. It's not happening to you. It's happening for you yeah. and it's happening through you. So once you just start playing with that idea, um, it becomes, you know, it becomes uh, very, very, things change. <laughs> things change quickly because you'll start being shown. I always say, just listen to this stuff, this, these concepts with an open mind and buckle your seatbelt because we're on, we're at a point in our evolution as a species where we've had enough of this game of separation. What source or God, which is kind of a charged word. I don't like it as much to use, but source God, higher self, the universe, what it does, it, it, it is all love and it is one, right? But that means nothing if there's not a context with which to <laughs> explore that. 
Yeah, if, if, if there's only me and it's love, now what, what does that even mean? It loses its meaning in eternity. It becomes the same as nothingness. So what it does is it chooses to separate itself into these individuations, give itself amnesia, create a holographic reality, which we know this basically to be at this point. This is a light show. It's a projection. And, and, and give itself amnesia, just like when you're dreaming at night and you're, you know, you're, you're laying in bed asleep and the bear's chasing you through the woods and you wake up in a cold sweat like you know oh my gosh i believed i was about to get attacked by this bear i forgot i was julian laying in this bed asleep right you had amnesia to who and what you you were right and you you fell for the the storyline and that's what's happened with 3d reality we've injected ourselves into this holographic matrix we've had amnesia we've played out the game of separation because that's what source needs to do it needs contrast it needs context in order to know what it is which is love it's all happening for love ultimately i think this is um, this is the most curious thing about all uh in, in the regards of consciousness and love is that we're born forgetting who we are and then right. it's a journey of re-remembering and i don't know about you but like the more re-remembering i do and if it's meditation or psychedelics or some kind of like exploration um, or the states of awe and bliss and, and so forth the more this re-remembering actually creates this pathway of like childhood memories that I thought that were lost, that I, that I didn't even know I had, that they kind of re-emerge and yep. I'm, I'm still a little lost with them, but like things are popping up into my awareness that I didn't even know I experienced. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 well, you know what, to go even a step beyond that, Julian, what's happening with a lot of people. And, you know, I have guests on my show all the time who are having multidimensional experience, past life recollection. There's, I mean, once you open up this can of worms, it's it gets uh, pretty interesting. Not only forgetting things from your childhood, but then and then remembering them, but remembering things from other realities, parallel timelines, uh, future selves, past selves. Because there's no, it's all eternal. We're in the eternal now. You and I are floating in eternity. You know, Einstein proved there's no time. Or if you know, you shoot me in outer space at light speed bring me back a day later, I'm a day older and you've been dead a hundred years or something like that, right? Um, so it's all happening now. Your fifth birthday party is happening on another channel. You're just not tuned into that. So, you know, I always say like your life is actually playing out at the corner of free will and destiny. It's all destined because it's already happened. That's why if you have ever had an experience with an intuitive or psychically gifted person, we all have that, that, that gift. Some people, we can all shoot a basket too, but we're not all born to be, you know, LeBron James, right? So if you've ever had been around someone who's really gifted and has worked out their intuitive muscles, you know, um, I, I can think of one of my first experiences around 21. I was about to graduate college and the woman looked at me and says, I see you in a cold place like Chicago working in business. Well, my jaw hit the floor because I was planning to move to Chicago and work in business at that time, right? And then she goes, but there's this whole other path for you in California and music. And a year later with the help of some magic mushrooms and having a lot of these realizations, a little psilocybin help, I started waking up to this stuff and then realized, well, if I'm one with everything and I can do anything, what would I want to do most? Well, I want to make music. So then I met someone from California who brought me out for a visit and here we are 20 years later. So what was she seeing <laughs> when I was, wow. when I was sitting in like intersection? She was seeing potential Brandon's when I sat in front of her in that moment. So it's your life plays out at the corner of free will and destiny. It's all destined because um, it's all already happened, right? You, you where the free will comes in source, higher self, God is infinite. So it plays out every possibility you can think of and those you can't it's so this is where the choice comes in. So 
from this moment forward, you, me, and anyone listening, there is infinite versions of you. You want to step into the, the greatest and grandest version, the most rewarding version, the one, no, even the most improbable thing you can think of, source is infinite. It plays out everything. It plays out all the possibilities, right? It has eternity and unlimited resources at its disposal. So from this moment forward, you want to experience the greatest and grandest version. Well, the good news is you've already been there, done that, and gotten the t-shirt. Right. So what you want to do, the way you step into that version of self is you be it to see it. You be it vibrationally. You resonate with what it would feel like. You don't even need to know the details. You need to know the underlying energetics of what it would be like to be that very abundant, successful, you know, whatever it may be. And you may have some ideas of what it would what what it would look like. And others, it's just the underlying feelings, right? So you get into vibrational alignment with those now and the way it works because you are the creator and created rolled into one. Um, you create with this vibration. Everything is created through it. So you literally step into different timelines, uh, potential use with this vibration. Most people are doing it the opposite way. They're doing something like work in order to have something like money in order to be something like happy, but it's actually works the other way around. You be something like happy. You'll find yourself doing and having the things that reflect that. Totally. So it, you're empowered. It's all starts from here vibrationally. It's how I've created, you know, an Inc 500 fastest growing private company in the U S it's how I uh, have created a, a really popular podcast. It's just like stepping into timelines where I'm using this and, and seeing, yeah, it actually is real. And I'm not better than anyone. We all have this. Well, we all want. You just you just said that, right? So, like, absolutely. Like, I, I this is another thing I want to like acknowledge you. Like, you're not just hosting a show five days a week. You're also running a kick-ass company, and it's not the first one. Um, like, is that something else that you feel gets set free with with all this like timeline hopping and being aware of the quantum states and being aware of your vibration? Do you feel like there are there's just more energy resources available? You know, it's really my my hippie fidget spinner here. Uh, my little magic wand that does all the math. It does it all for now. Um, <laughs> um, you know, yeah, what I've tapped into is I'm, remem I'm remembering, re-membering with an expanded version of myself. I'm aligning my higher self with my physical self, right? Um, so we have the ego, ego construct, which most of us come into fully in, in physical reality in 3D. EGO can, you know, stand for edging God out or everybody's greatest obstacle. Edging when you're feeling separate, yeah, when you're feeling separate from others and it's a competition and, uh, and you are, you know, sort of me against the world kind of thing, that's your, you're in your ego consciousness, right? You're, you're, you're not fully seeing the, the full picture of who and what you are and what's truly going on. As you move into these more expanded perspectives that I'm talking about, you're now aligning with higher self. So as higher self aligns with you, it's seen through your eyes, right? This more expanded, instead of seeing the world like this, it's like this, like anything that happens to me, I can only be mad for a moment, if at all anymore, because I'm like, oh, hold on. Why is this happening for me? What is this telling me about myself? What can I learn from it? So I then take that lump of coal and I find the diamond hidden underneath it, right? Otherwise, if you take the old perspective of you did this and you did that, and here's why that's wrong, it stays a lump of coal. But as you move into the higher self's perspective, it knows a master embraces whatever shows up because they know it's exactly what you need to become the next greatest and greatest version of yourself. And you trust the process. This is where faith comes in. And mm. so as I've started to align more and more with higher self, 
I get all the tools and gifts and, you know, sort of, oh, it's kind of like a video game. You leveled up, you get the new shield, you get the new like super boots that can jump higher, you get, and that's all I'm doing. And that's all any of us are, are here to do. Most people just haven't remembered this is why they came into 3D to do. And part of what I'm have chosen myself to do is, oh, I want to be a reminderer. A, a rememberer, you know, a waker upper. And that's like so much fun when I can have those moments of sitting down with someone and having this sort of conversation and you see that light bulb go on and it's just like the seed that's going to gestate and grow and they're going to start playing with the concepts and then really trippy shit starts to happen. You just have a permanent and, light bulb over your head. I, I like that. The, the positive <laughs> on the wall. Yeah, exactly. The logo <laughs> of the show. <laughs> that, that's amazing. The trippy shit keeps happening. I, I agree. You just said that. And this is what friends tell me this is what my coaches tell me this is what I, I experienced since a decade and a half myself what I've had to go through over and over again is this like slipping between quantum reality and like want, wanting to be doing it the way everybody else tells me and like I grew up in Europe moved to North America I lived in South America in between had, had all these different experiences and everywhere I became aware like oh my god I'm living my full-on dream this is exactly what I wanted it to be and better so it's fully in this quantum timeline, but then again, my mind tried to take over and kind of like etch God out, right? And then like um, be my biggest obstacle in that sense. So like, how do you, I mean, one thing you said is just showing up every day for positive pad is a way how you get there every day. But what else do you do on a daily that people that are listening can like take away that really helps you to, to remember and stay in this quantum vibration? Great question. Um, I always say on the show, you teach best what you most need to learn. And um, so, you know, yeah, five days a week, I'm literally teaching what I what I need to learn. I'm doing this first and foremost for myself. Uh, and the fact that people are benefit is a great byproduct. You know, other me's are benefiting. It's like, everyone's winning. It's like, it's kind of the good kind of selfish. There's no, there is ultimately no selfless act, right? But it's a good kind. And so, um, you know, certainly the podcast has made a huge difference, you know, setting my vibrational tone each day. It's the reason I love talking about this. The reason when you asked me to come on the show, I'm like, uh, yeah, I get to get into this vibrational state and you can see it's like being plugged into a light socket for me, you know? And, um, so that, that's a big one. Um, you know, the other things of course, uh, are some of them, the, the things you hear time and time again, meditation is, you know, something that for me has been more challenging maybe than others. Uh, in my old story, you got to be careful how you abracadabra, as I speak, I create, right? So we're spelling, we're casting spells. So in my old story, um, meditation was a little more challenging. Now I'm finding it easier to do. I've started my days that way, getting as someone who gets out of bed, has a lot of energy and all the things and so much to do on my to-do list, I would get out of state, out of bed and get into like sort of the, the, I guess the, the downside can be of the energy that I'm sort of tapping into is overexcitement or agitation or, so I'm really conscious of that now. And, um, you know, st starting my day with a, even if it's just a few minutes of meditation, yoga, um, you know, connecting with other people who uh, reflect the vibration of what I want to emanate. Um, that's the, that's a good thing. It starts a, it really starts a domino effect in a good direction. I can look back before 2012. I had, you know, I would talk about this stuff and people are like, oh, that's very interesting or you're yeah. crazy. Uh, and, uh, one of the two, and I would read about it in books and things. And I was so passionate talking about it. Eventually 
there's a tipping point where I got tapped into like the transformational festival community, uh, you know, Burning Man, that sort of thing. And now my whole, now started this podcast, my whole life is surrounded with people who think and speak and are reflections. It's just everywhere. So eventually you kind of start turning this corner where the universe is mirroring you back to you started a good domino effect. And um, and and that's really kind of the challenging point for a lot of people is is stopping and course correcting because if you, you really need to put on the blinders to what's happening out there, um, what happens is a lot of people are saying this is how the world works and and look I can see it reflected so there's the proof and they're right they've created it in that way so then they it becomes this self perpetuating thing right where they continue to see it show up the way they believe the world works and then it gets reinforced and then so to, to really course correct it becomes like stop close your eyes to everything out there because everything that you're seeing out there in your world is a reflection of if you want to know what you'll see tomorrow look at what you're feeling today what you're vibrating with today so everything in your life is history really it's 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 a vibrational reflection of a past vibrational offering. So if you continue to read that and decide that's the, the determining factor of how things are, you continue to co-create that. So it really takes like putting the blinders on, like I said earlier, being it to see it, and then you'll start to kind of turn the ship around, course correct, and you'll start seeing reflections show up yeah. that mirror your vibration. Then that becomes this domino effect of, of self-perpetuating co-creation, and then it gets easier and easier. Very, very cool. I, I really, I really resonate with what you're saying. Um, really love the, the way that you're kind of explaining that, well, it all is a hologram or holograph or like a reflection from the inside. But when you're starting or every now and then, like putting on the blinders and being like, well, I can't solve it this way. I can't like look on my outside world and then like walk up to Donald Trump, for example, and be like, hey, sir, like you should maybe uh, learn a little bit more about values because it won't actually really create any change, right? much more if you're on your insides, like kind of cultivate that. It's a very different level. Very cool, man. Um, I, wanted, I want to switch up a tiny little bit and ask you some more questions. Um, you obviously already talked about abundance quite a bit, but I'd love to understand from you, like what is abundance mindset and what does happiness like mean to you and in your, your experience? Mm, that's a great question. Um, you know, abundance for me, um, happiness is, the, the great thing about happiness everyone out there who's elusively looking for happiness and you're having trouble with it at times. It's just a choice. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a perspective. It's not, you and I can be sitting in the same physical location and you can be in hell and I can be in heaven. Right. So, um, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not religious per se. Uh, I believe it's all within. I believe I am God in a sense. Uh, and so are you. Um, but, um, but there are some great, things uh, tied to organized religion and one of the things that pops into my head that that jesus supposedly said is lest you become like a child you can't enter the kingdom of heaven so wow. what i believe he meant that by that is becoming childlike this wonder that you see the excitement that i'm resonating with right my life is literally a joy it's like so much fun and play and yeah there's work but i bring fun to that and and so that becomes like that really becomes key is, you know, aging isn't optional, but growing old is. So a lot of people are listening to the stories from people who tell them what reality is, who had no idea themselves. So they're following this. It's like the blind leading the blind. And you've been led down a path of, 
uh, cutting yourself off from your source, cutting yourself off from your creative self, right? You are the creator. So what does a creator like to do? It likes to create. If a creator is not creating, it's feeling cut off. So find a creative outlet. Find the inner child. It's there waiting for you this to reclaim it. This is such a big it. one. I, I got to just jump in there. This is such a big one. The moment that you're not letting your inner creator, your inner like, like self that is so loaded with good things, at the moment you don't let it come out and the moment you cut it off, like it creates depression, right? It creates this like feeling of like, oh, I'm not being seen and heard. And I've gone through that in phases throughout all my life where I'm like, oh, I'm not sure. Oh, I wish I could just be this more or that more. And the truth is the moment I give myself the space, just like right now on this show and like have someone epic like you on here, like all of that feeling is just like liberated, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it, um, you know, it takes, it takes you really um, tapping in and, and faith is a really a big part of all of this. All of your, your greatest, um, your, your greatest and grandest version of yourself, it lies on the other side of your fears, right? You're meant to fear. Here's another one, you know, F-E-A-R, forget everything and run or face everything and rise. It's, it's your choice, right? So <laughs> Face everything and rise. Or forget everything and run. What's it going to be? And a lot of people are running. A lot of people are running from their fears. And and really, their path is on the other side of those fears. So you move into a state of, after you've explored this stuff as much as I have, and and you really start fostering that relationship, that connection with your higher self, your expanded self, I've got so much trust and faith in it at this point. It's like, I'm not, it's not as big of a deal for me to step out and take a chance and just trust that even if what I'm trying to do doesn't pan out like my vision of it, this or something better, right? So you, you always tell them it's, oh, it's this or something better. So what's for me will always be for me. And if I'm stepping out in faith and trust and making that move to be what makes my heart sing, right? And, and brings that joy. That's how you know if it gets you really excited, that's for you, right? And if I take a leap into that, I may, it, may be, it may be bumpy. I may hit branches on the way as I, as I fall down from my old life or whatever, but you're going to land right where you should ultimately. And okay, so cool. this is how you tap in. This is yeah. how you find. Let, let, I don't know if you're seeing those comments, I, if you have it open in a window, but we, um, we just had a question that kind of goes exactly into that because you're saying the more you cultivate faith, the more you trust, the more you kind of understand that no matter what is coming on the outside, right? Like you can not just deal with it, but you, you'll find this and better and you kind of find your own path away. Um, and Leo Loki here just asked like, what if you like didn't have those enabling environments and you're not as privileged and um, like, aren't you still, and even if like that inward space, aren't you still like open to be affected negatively by all the bad things that are happening around you? What a great question. Yeah. And so anyone who's in a a much tougher environment than I am, right? Because obviously I'm now living the reflection of years of this sort of work. And, you know, my life is cush. My financial situation is cush. My health is excellent. My relationships are beautiful reflections of, of this. So it's like, oh yeah, easy for you to say, dude, look at where you're, you're at, right? I'm here in this hostile environment uh, or whatever, you know, without abundance. You're so what I would say is, where, how you trend, how you move through all of that and become the Phoenix out of the ashes, which is by the way, what your soul wants to experience. So guess what? You have to be in the ashes in order to have that experience first. Um, So first off, it start telling that story because 
abracadabra as I speak, I create. So first telling the story, what would, a, what if your soul was this epic artist, creator, poet, who in your life is the, the, you know, the pinnacle of their work, how would they write the story up on forward? If it's all make-believe and it's all divine abundance is at your disposal, where would it go from here? Would you rise from the negative situation and while you're there, be the lighthouse? Because where do you put a lighthouse? You don't put it in around a bunch of other lights. You put it in the darkness, right? So be the lighthouse, start resonating with all of this information, do things that are tuning you into this vibration, whether it's listening to Julian, whether it's listening to my show, whether it's going and reading books, you know, uh, Abraham, uh, Esther Hicks, Abraham is someone I highly recommend on YouTube, lots of content, start rewiring your brain to resonate with the vibration that you're feeling right now that we're connecting through. And, and you, and you get into alignment with that. Wherever you are, it's the perfect place. A, a lotus flower, which is sort of like the symbol in Buddhism of enlightenment, and it grows through the mud, right? And then this beautiful flower emerges. The butterfly, the caterpillar, it the literally <laughs> destroys everything. The caterpillar, yeah, the caterpillar destroys everything in its path. And then eventually, all of a sudden, these different cells start popping up called imaginelle cells. And the caterpillar's like, what's this invasive cell? Kill it kill it, kill it. But then they keep popping up. They keep popping up. And then after a while, they start banding together. Next thing you know, they take over the caterpillar cells turn into a goo that then they feed off of that. Then from that, the pain and suffering that the caterpillar went through actually becomes the fuel for the imaginal cells to birth it into the butterfly. That is you. That is your journey. And wherever you are who's sitting in a tough place right now, congratulations that you're resonating with this conversation because it's a sign that you're ready to start metamorphosizing, metamorphizing. Some butterfly wings on yeah. It's a butterfly. <laughs> I, I, I love the butterfly and caterpillar uh, story and like comparison wherever it pops up and it keeps popping up everywhere lately for me the last two, three years. It's, it's just so great because this is a process in nature where like the animal itself turns into a completely different animal. And in the caterpillar stage, there's no resemblance that it's going to turn into a butterfly. Neither does it know if that's where it's going to end up, right? No, it fights off the cells at first. Like, who is this invading? You know, yeah. what is this? Same thing with the dragonfly, another majestic creature. Same kind of, you know, journey. Very cool. Brandon, you just mentioned something else, which is reading. Um, are you a reader at all? Do you, do you have some books that you can recommend? No, I, honestly, I read a lot less than I used to. Uh, I'm still working on this master of time and space bending uh, thing. Uh, still getting my chops down with that where my wand is, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> but, um, you know, I've got so much going on with uh, entrepreneurial ventures and this podcast five days a week and, you know, even coming on other people's shows uh, fairly regularly. So um, I read less than I used to. I honestly read less than I used to, but I certainly have some recommendations if, if you'd like me to throw them out of books that- Throw one or two know, out, like just, just things that really like impacted you. You know, the thing about reading is it, it's, I actually appreciate when people point out that they don't read as much anymore or don't, are not the, the biggest readers simply because it's such a like, oh yeah, I read a lot. Like this is such a thing to show off with, but what really matters to me or the reason why I asked the question is like, what have you read in the last, let's say five years that actually impacted your soul and your heart in a way that you didn't forget about it? Most recently, The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. Um, really powerful. I always recommend people to go, especially talking about these kind of concepts about 
our, our, our relationship with uh, God or higher self or, you know, the ultimate nature of reality, as I, I put it. Um, Conversations with God are some of my all-time favorite books. There are several, a series of them. Highly recommend those. Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, another one that's all about understanding the ego, uh, you know, and how to sort of um, relate to it in a, in a way that's more healthy than maybe you have been doing. Um, those are some that pop up for me. Uh, I read regularly from a book on my show. I'm uh, and I just had the author on called Oneness that uh, I really, really, I, I'll randomly choose a chapter. And I, that's one of my favorite books. I, I view it as sort of the guidebook for ascension, if you will. I feel like we're all ascending vibrationally into, we're becoming bl- butterflies individually and collectively. And this that book sort of is like, okay, here's what you can expect on your journey. There's certain crossroads and, you know, you have your own unique journey, but there's also certain if you go from New York to San Francisco, there's certain things you can probably expect to hit, even though we might take slightly different paths. Right. Thanks for those. And let me ask it in a slightly different way. If you were to write your own book based on the journey of this podcast, what are like three pieces you would pass on? Like three learnings where yeah, you're like- you know, you I've actually, I actually started a book uh, that's 95% done that I shelved just before I started the podcast. And um, that book, it, the title is The Fountain of You, and it is basically how science and spirituality are merging us, uh, merging to birth us into the age of timelessness. So as you start understanding some of these spiritual concepts, like those of you who are stressed about aging and things like that, guess what? Surprise, you're eternal. You're a billion earth years from now. You'll be in another now existing. Like you've always been and you always will be and change is guaranteed. So you can relax about running out of time because there's no such thing. It's infinite. <laughs> and once you start understanding some of those concepts and tie in what's happening scientifically, I mean, just yesterday I was talking to someone about new studies where they took a two-year-old mouse, which is like an 80-year-old to us, and they reverted it back to like a, a, a teenager. You know, there's so much happening scientifically to, and when you understand that you create your reality with your beliefs, um, one, oh, another thing that I recommend, the biology of belief. There's an hour YouTube by Dr. Bruce Lipton. Oh, I, 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 love, had him on I love Bruce Lipton, epigenetics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can read his book, The Biology of Belief, or the YouTube hour video uh, I recommend. But once you start understanding, hold on, I'm creating my reality with my beliefs, and science is catching up to where we're like on the verge of reversing aging, you're not your, your parents' 40-year-old or 50-year-old or like 50 years from now, you could look and feel better than you do now. And even if you don't, you're eternal. So relax about all that stuff. So that's for, for that's, everyone who's who's going to new to epigenetics. Like epigenetics just means like external genetics in the sense that your genetics, the the chromosomes yep. of your DNA are just they are a blueprint, but they get activated based on the environment and your protein combinations that you take in yep. through food and alimentation. And it's like what what really blows my mind is that every year more of this becomes more mainstream and more real. Like a hundred years ago, it was Albert Einstein and a few like really like out there quantum physicists who, who talked about that, who are our heroes, by the way, like Nikola Tesla, Albert Einstein, etc. Those are our heroes of today, but it took a hundred years to become somewhat mainstream. And now like the, the, the bracket seems to open just a little bit further every year. And yeah. I can't wait until, um, I mean, stem cell research is real and, and all this until epigenetics really turns into like, a mainstream knowledge of activating aging, of activating health in, in a very different way than we currently do through medicine. Yeah, yeah, it's an exciting time to be alive. Yeah, it totally is. Oh, 
Javier, if you're if you're so listening, um, maybe you can rephrase it. I didn't fully understand understand uh, what you, what you mean with a bracket at positive head. Brent, I'll, I'll ask you something else in the meantime. Um, this Are you is, talking about the logo, maybe like uh, the brackets, like perhaps. Perhaps. Well, I mean, I'll just explain it just in case it, that is it, because that's kind of an interesting, fun question. Like, basically, that's the outline of a head you can see behind me. Yeah. And then the, the the flower of life, seed of life is like the, the brain and then the positive side in the middle. So, but if you looked at it from an equation standpoint, it'd be a bracket with a plus sign, you know. So yes. maybe that's it. I don't know. I'm just trying to guess. Very, very cool. Um, another thing that I, I love to ask, and this is part of why I started this podcast, is I want to understand... What is, what is it with humanity that we're, we're such a sh short-term thinking species and we're always trying to solve problems, right? So um, the question that I came up with when I started the show over a year ago was if we had a 200-year vision as humanity, what would yours look like? Ooh, I love that. Um, you know, my vision would be understanding that whatever you do to anyone or anything external of self you're actually doing it to yourself because there are no others. It, literally, there's, you're the only one in the room. So when you start understanding everything is alive, everything is conscious, that this planet has a spirit which animates it the same way you and I do. It's all, it's, it's like the way reality is, it's fractals. It's like nested dolls. You know, there's nested Russian dolls where there's, you take a doll off, there's another one, there's another one. That's what we are. Like I'm made up of all these other organisms that, most isn't even human DNA inside of me, right? All these cells have their own consciousness. Um, you and I have our own consciousness, but then we're cells in the planet of, you know, Mama Gaia, who is its own entity in, in its own right on, from one perspective. It's relative truths, right? You and I are separate. You and I are one. Both are true. What perspective are we speaking from, right? So same with that. Mama Gaia is Mother Earth is its own entity, and we make it up. Uh, from one perspective, it's you could say it's separate. From another, you are it, and it is you. And then it's part of a bigger system, you know, that it it it's a cell in a bigger body, and on and on. So the physical is a reflection, like everything else. Everything's mirrors. It's a reflection of what's going on spiritually. Same kind of of illusory separation exists. So once you understand that, now what do we do? Well, anyone who's starving out there, like I, my intention is to become a billionaire to use money only to help disrupt our monetary system as it sits now, because it's very broken when 40% of the wealth is controlled by like five families or whatever it is, you know, you have a imbalanced system considering we have plenty of abundance for everyone on the planet to live like Kings. Totally. Right. But because of ego and greed and separation and lack of understanding about these truths I'm talking about, we're, we're creating suffering and pain and war and all those things. So uh, my aim is as I claim my own, power and move into a position of being able to channel more abundance and power through my physical vessel uh, is to then team up with other imaginal cells to do the same thing right. that then we say, okay, we're all one. How do we heal everything so that, and I think we're on the verge of that. That's beginning that's happening. And uh, you know, as it, there's a lot to where, where attention goes, energy flows. So if you don't like something, give it no energy and focus all of your attention on you know, as uh, Buckminster Fuller said, not on breaking down the old system, but creating the new, right? 
And, and so that's, that's how I see it going. We're going to, all the imaginal cells are coming back together, understanding this ultimate truth, the ultimate nature of reality, all is literally one act accordingly. And we go out and we create healing across the planet. We start, you know, we disrupt the old systems. We, um, we, you know, create a planet of paradise. And I actually believe there's infinite timelines too. So I think there's versions where we create destruction. The question is, is, which version are you going to step into from your focal point of source consciousness? Totally. Super cool answer. I, 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 love, I love the way you just kind of get into this motion of, of speaking from your, from your heart. And um, Brent, I have one more question before, before we're going to wrap up. And I want to make sure uh, everybody who's listening is checking out your show, Positive Head, um, positivehead.com. And if you have anything else you want to share, just, just go ahead, just, just drop, drop it in. The last mm. question I have, though, is very much along that same line, and it has to do with the word purpose and what purpose really means and how it really shows up in one's life and how it has shown up in your life. Great question. Um, you know, I think of a Gandhi quote, if you want to find yourself, lose yourself in the service of others. And I'll take it a step further. Why does that work? because there are no others. <laughs> so what you do, you're going to, if you're depressed, you can't be depressed if you're finding a way to serve. That's where, uh, you know, Lao Tzu said, why is the king, the sea king of a hundred streams? Because it lies below them. Therefore it is king of a hundred streams. So when you understand this is the way things work and you even play with the concepts by saying, okay, maybe Brandon's right. Maybe he's not. Let's see. Let me go out and start serving because I'm actually, whatever I put out, I'm doing to self. And therefore I always feel the energetic repercussions of it. Right. And so let me play with that idea and see how it feels. See what manifests in your life as a result. You have it all within you to create unlimited abundance by acting abundantly. You have, it's all there waiting for you. That's the beautiful thing. You're not disempowered that you have to overcome this obstacle of an external reality. It's, there is no external reality. It's showing up as a reflection of you. So you change it all from within. So, you know, that's really uh, what, and I don't even remember, what was the original question uh -huh. to wrap it up? The, the, the original question is, what does purpose mean to you and how does it yeah. come to play and carry serving, serving others, yeah. By finding a way, your highest, most joyous version of yourself, like we talked about earlier, will involve serving in some way because that's how oh. you create for yourself by giving it away to others because there are no others. Powerful. Your highest self will in one way or other involve and include serving others. Mm, I love that. I love that. This is a great way to wrap up this episode. Brendan, is there anything else that's like on the top of your head or something? Where, where How can people reach out to you? Um, where else can people find you? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, of course, like you said, positivehead.com is the site. You can find the Positive Head podcast on any of, you know, any of the different platforms that, you know, podcast apps or Spotify or, you know, iTunes or what have you. Um, so, of course, you can always connect through there, uh, through the website. My email is brandon at positivehead.com if anyone feels inspired to reach out that way. And, uh, yeah, I just want to leave everyone off with this story, this idea that I am whatever you, if you see anything in this conversation that has inspired you, uh, and instead of maybe what we tend to do sometimes is like, ah, well, I can't do that. I'm not that. Look, he's got this or that going for him, and, but not me. You know, this happens a lot on social media as people paint their, their realities in the most perfect way possible and don't show any of the grimy stuff. Um, 
And, and so we tell these stories of, yeah, that's them, but not me. I want to challenge you to tell a different story. And that is out of infinite things that could be bombarding your consciousness in this moment. I mean, there are more things vying for your attention than there's ever been. Seven billion plus people on the planet. So many different programs and things that you can, you can be you know, uh, distracted by. You're tuning into this. And the reason you're tuning into this is because we're a close enough vibrational match that you've called in this extension of yourself your consciousness reflecting back through this avatar, this form, because it's, it's, you're ready for this to be more of what you are and seeing in your life. This, this, these concepts, these ideas, this energy. So it's not, there is no competition. It's like, I am you and you've called it in out of infinite, you know, things that you could be calling in. And, uh, and so, and I, I challenge you to do that with anyone you see that you admire or anything that you like. It's not like that them versus me. It's like, oh, I'm calling that in because I'm a close enough vibrational match. That's how it works. It's like sources like a tree, right? It's all one. I'm one with the guy who's right now in the middle of Africa, you know, running through the bush or whatever. That's me, right? But but you and I are actually connecting in this moment because we're a little closer. Maybe we're on the same branch and leafs that happen to be right next to each other, right? Out of 7 billion people on the planet, we're having this moment because we're such a close vibrational match. One of my favorite interviews is a guy named Evan Alexander, and I'll leave it with this. He's a Harvard neurosurgeon. He got, didn't believe in any of this kind of stuff, got brain, uh, got meningitis, destroyed his brain. He went into a coma. They said, wow, his brain's destroyed. Neocortex, which would create hallucinations, destroyed. Uh, they said, pulled the plug, they pulled the plug, he came back out. And, uh, and all he remembered at first was his time on the other side, and getting visions as to how everything works and is structured. And he said, we basically reincarnate in soul families and soul groups. So you have people and certain energies that you're going to attract that are really close extensions of you, right? It's all one, it's the nested dolls, right? So we're very close if you're tuning into this. So this take this as a as a indicator that you're ready to embody more of this uh, truth about the ultimate nature of reality into your existence. And uh, congratulations, because it's one heck of a ride. <laughs> <laughs> My mind is blown. Thank you for that. Brandon, thank you so much for taking the time. It was an honor and a pleasure to have you in the show and to listen to you. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't wait for more positive head. Yeah, and you got to come on, uh, come on my show uh, here in the in the coming months. So everyone, stay tuned for that. I will do. Awesome. Thank you so much, everybody. Have an excellent day. Much love, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Green Planet Blue Planet podcast. Make sure to follow the podcast on Facebook and YouTube. Check us out either on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you love to listen to this kind of information. My name is Julian Guderlei. Wherever you are in the world, have yourself a stellar day.